Welcome to another episode of the Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur with your host, Sharon Wilson, founder and chief inspiration officer of Coaching from Spirit Institute and master spiritual business mentor. The intention of this show is to provide transformational tips, tools, strategies, and resources that support and empower you to soar and shine in your business now. Enjoy. Well, welcome everyone. I'm so excited you're listening in and I'm so excited for our guest today. In our talk today, she'll be sharing about how to break the cycle of procrastination. And I know that's something that we all want to hear more about. So let me introduce you to our amazing guest today. She worked in big multinational companies like P&G, Coca-Cola, and Amazon for 15 years. And about eight years ago, she noticed she was manifesting injuries and pain on her physical body. Even though she had a nice job, a nice marriage, and a nice home, her picture-perfect life was giving her no purpose or meaning, and it was wrecking havoc on her body. And I can so relate to that. That was my experience corporate journey as well. She searched for solutions with modern medicines and therapies, but nothing could help her inner pain. So she became obsessed with self-healing and studied three different religions, read more than 100 healing books, and practiced shamanism, breathwork, kundalini, EFT, and more. But something was always missing, and I totally relate to that. Her path radically changed in 2017 when she left Turkey and moved to Luxembourg, leaving her job, marriage, friends, and teachers behind for a corporate job with Amazon. Now, this path led her to work with her first client, a friend's son that had had brain surgery on a tumor, and she asked if she could go to the hospital for a healing. Now, it looked like she was his healer, but in reality, he was hers. And as she says, the famous poet Rumi said, what you seek is seeking you. Just got goosebumps when I said that. From there, the demand for her work exploded, and she began working with many clients from various backgrounds and religions. She earned her coaching certification, began combining these healing modalities and energy work skills she'd accumulated over the years during her sessions. Her path shifted once more in 2019 when she started to become a clear channel for her and her clients' energies. They were revealing buried memories and root causes of traumas without her even asking. So she leaned into this intense calling, left her job and traveled around the world for months, learning how to channel and incorporate it into her practice. This journey helped her to discover herself, realize her fears and gave her the courage to completely change everything in her life. Again, go She now serves clients from all around the world, forging her path as a successful entrepreneur through her unique transformational energy work. And I just want you to hear this because I love this. In her own words, she's not healing or sending energies to make you feel better for a short period of time. You're walking along this transformational path to initiate profound changes in your inner world. And I'm so excited to have with us Ghoul Samaz. Ghoul, I hope I said your name right. Yeah, wow. Thank you. It was a, it was a really 
amazing intro. I don't know what to say. Wow. Thank you. I mean, you know, I just wanted to share that story because it just parallels so much of, you know, my experience with corporate America. You when, when you and I first met and talked, we talked about that and how, yeah. you know, that, that whole sense of uh, just, um, you know, just that deep despair, you know, in corporate world, but then, you know, kind of circling back around and doing corporate work again, but now in the transformational world. So I really want people to just really kind of sit with that because there's so much energy in between the lines of that introduction. It just really spoke to me and felt, you know, so powerful. So, well, I always ask all of my podcast guests because my podcast is called The Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur, which was, I, I was given in a divine download to start in 2019. And, you know, as I mentioned, really argued with that name, argued, I was resistant about any all of it. Um, but, you know, I was really guided to ask and was suggested in that download that I also ask every guest, what does being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur mean to you? Wow, actually, it, I think it's an amazing name because it already have the answers within the question. This persistence mm-hmm. is actually everything I think for an entrepreneur, especially if you're working on a spiritual path. It means that you have issues on your own. It means that you're looking to become a better version of you in terms of uh, in terms of your life in terms of energies so it is not always bright and shiny right mm, some days yes. are really really dark sometimes you have clients which are going through really really dark dark things some days you're going through this darkness and some days you just make mistakes so it's all about completely learning to love and forgive yourself and keeping the faith and in order to do that there should be persistence so i think my answer is your the name of your show it is a persistence even though you're not sure keeping the leap of faith even though there is darkness keeping the leap of faith and trust Mm-hmm. It's powerful. You know, I was talking to someone yesterday who was going to be on our show and uh, and we had our energy connection because I don't know if people know, but before I invite guests on, we always meet first and I called an energy connection and really just feel as if it is a it is an alignment and, you know, really uh, connect at that energy level. And one thing she said was about being absolutely ruthless in your commitment uh, to spiritual you know, to your spiritual path, to, you know, to really digging in and everything you said. I mean, I, I think so often people think, you know, you get on this spiritual path or, you know, you're, you're even doing this transformational work in the world and, you know, everything's just sunshine and lollipops and roses mm-hmm. in your life. And, you know, that really isn't the journey, you know, and I mean, the journey is about, you know, going through the fire and then, uh, become, you know, diamonds are created in the fire, right? So it's really about going through that and how you're choosing to, um, how you're choosing to experience that. And, and just, as you said, just having that faith and it's kind of, um, keep on keeping on. That's been a mantra that's really come through for me since, uh, probably November of 2019 is just keep on keeping on, you know, one step at a time. And that really is so much when so many energies are, are, you know, being activated and so many things are going on that we just kind of get overloaded or overwhelmed. And it's understandable, 
you know, with everything that's happening in our own lives and in our world. So can you share one challenge? And I know people always say just one, but can you share one challenge that you face that's helped you to really activate what you talked about a spiritual entrepreneur is in you? What's one challenge that you faced? Yeah, I think like probably everyone who listens to this has a similar challenge. The, the, my biggest challenge was myself and, mm-hmm. and my fears about how I would be perceived. Mm-hmm. When I start channeling, it means that I was hearing some voices, right? So I could really go there and hear and understand what was the root cause. And I dare to share it with my clients, but in the end, they were paying for the session. So it's easier for me to share with someone who comes for the service. But when I started to say to my partner, my husband now, that time my boyfriend, um, I, I, he immediately said, but it's crazy. You cannot say people that you're hearing voices. You're working at Amazon for God's sakes. You can never share this kind of things at workspace. <laughs> right. And he was so, I remember he was really shocked and like, good, please. Like people are going to think you're a total crazy person. And it was very harsh for me, of course, to hear this from the eyes of the lover. And I was so in love with him. I'm still so in love with him though. <laughs> and love is the biggest transformation. So I had to understand why I'm scared of being crazy why this is hurting me so much why it hurt me so much so I think for me to release my fears on how people will judge me what would they think about me is is was the biggest challenge Mm -hmm. oh that is so powerful you know I always say to people especially if you're an entrepreneur you know a coach a healer energy worker anything in transformational you know all the genres healing uh you know all the the elements of it it you know being an entrepreneur in especially in that energy will trigger everything will trigger all your fears all your worries all your doubts it will bring everything to the forefront and not all at once either you know but that is the journey you know but especially, I mean, I think entrepreneurship does that no matter what kind of entrepreneurial uh, adventure you're on, but particularly when you're in that kind of a, of a, of a space and that kind of energy. So that is um, absolutely powerful and beautiful that you shared that. And it's true. I mean, I, I totally, I totally relate with that. Absolutely. Because, you know, you're putting yourself out there and, um, and also, you know, for those of us that do believe in past lives and things like that, you know, oftentimes we're being activated with uh, perhaps memories uh, buried memories of times in the past when it really was not safe. You not only, well, now people might just think you're crazy, but before, you know, you'd be burned at the stake or something else. And, you know, and so, yeah. you know, what experiences we might have, we, you know, we might be uh, uh, resurfacing. Yeah. So, yeah. So I really feel that, you know, that that is really powerful. And I've never had anyone say that. And that really <laughs> is, I feel, the the crux of it you know that really is the challenge is getting out of our own way and making that deeper connection to our our inner guidance you know that that really does guide us and to have that faith and and to have the faith we just have to we just have to take one step at a time we've just got to, as you said just love ourselves and that's hard to do when there's a lot of things pushing at us in our lives and you know in in things that happen so i'm i'm really appreciating you sharing that and that's really i can feel a lot of energy in what you're sharing so i want people to just kind of sit with that because you do 
bring forth energy. So I want people just kind of, as you're talking to know that there's energies happening between the words, I can feel that most definitely. So yeah, go ahead, go. And, and, and the one thing, actually, you usually hear these things for a reason. Yes, that time it broke my heart so much. Mm-hmm. And I start to work on my limiting beliefs, why I think I'm crazy, why I keep hearing this. And then um, I, I decided to be a coach. You know, I went to really, really expensive, one of the most mm-hmm. accepted coaching schools, just to prove that, okay, maybe if I become a coach, I can talk these kind of things in a business environment, right? Mm-hmm. And, and thanks to him, I Actually, um, I went to this coaching school and and from there uh, I learned how to be a spiritual coach because every time I was doing a coaching, the head coaches in the room, they were like, you, you have an amazing gift. Why don't you combine and become a spiritual coach? And two of these master coach became my clients immediately. So it really gave me a different path to work on the fear of why I think I'm crazy and how can I overcome it? So this is why I want I wanted to share because sometimes we immediately put the walls to our heart and we think that the loved ones are hurting us. But please remember it's their job to really trigger you to be a mirror to yes. you so that you can transform. This is why, as Rumi says, love is the biggest transformation. Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's that's such a powerful story, too. And it's so interesting. You know, what you're doing now really didn't even require any training. I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, what you're doing now, you've done all these amazing trainings and wow, you really have made sure that you have all those, you know, all those certificates and all that stuff. Right. And that's great. But really what you're doing now is you fully opening up to that energy. Right. And so it's uh, it's very interesting to me, you know, how uh, you've had that ability all along, but you had to really just let it come to the surface. I mean, people saw it in you. People felt it in you probably all your life. But it was just you, as you said, needing to get out of your own way. So. Let's talk about, um, because procrastination, we hear that from people so often where they just feel like they, they just keep putting off doing things, or they just feel that they're, um, they, they, they just feel that that's a pattern. That's a, some kind of pattern that they'd like to, they'd like to move past. And I hear that a lot from folks. So, um, you know, procrastination, anxiety. So what's the main reason of procrastination? Can you talk uh, to our listeners about that? Yeah, procrastination is actually one of my favorite, favorite topics. Um, okay. The reason is because I was a really big procrastinator. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I really procrastinated my healing journey. I was always playing the victim and looking for answers out there, you know, waiting for it to be saved. And the more I work with all my fears and the more, the more I work with my clients, I see that there is a clear, clear pattern for procrastination and clear reasons for procrastination. Mm-hmm. So we usually say procrastination is about you don't have time or you're lazy. Somehow you keep playing doing things and usually people say i don't have time or laziness if you just ask why people mm-hmm. procrastinate but the reality i can say that after 3000 healing sessions is nobody is lazy or people have time to do many things but it's about not being able to say no to the others and being able to work on the things that really really matters to you so it's never a time or laziness issue more than it's a fear based 
Mm. We're more scared of our light than our darkness, actually. So we're, we have some fears that are holding us. And instead of realizing these fears, we think that we're lazy. We think that we don't have time. So I can just, with clothes, I say it's just fear, simply fear. Yeah, I, I love that because, you know, whenever, even when you said, and, and when I've asked people, clients, people in our programs, um, you know, there, there's always a real judgment about procrastination too. There's a judgment that, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm lazy. I don't know why I just can't do it. I, you know, something's holding me back, you know, and then they, then they, they, they feel like they're not doing that well enough. Well, I'm trying to release these patterns. I'm trying to release these patterns of procrastination, but I'm not good enough to release these patterns. It's just a big circle, right? So it's, a, as you said, the fear is just, is all these stories and these fear stories that we're telling ourselves, but it's really, as you said, to um, really, it's it's about being um, afraid of how powerful and how, how of our light, you know, and really being uh, willing to surrender into that. So why don't you share with us the five steps of breaking procrastination? Because I want people to really sit with this, really be with this as you're as you're talking through this, because as I said, there's energy happening in between these words as you're talking. So why don't you share with us how they, people can break this idea of procrastination. What are those five steps? Can you take us through that? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And we will share a guide with the listeners. So the mm-hmm. steps are also in this guide and there's some exercises that I'm going to mention. So okay. you can anytime come back and do the exercises as well. So the first step is actually all about fear. But first we need to um, stop making excuses and tap into the fear. Mm. It is really, really important to first understand what is the reality. So for those, I always say, just put a piece of paper, half of the paper, you just write, I procrastinate because probably Mm. you're going to write, I don't have time. I'm too busy. I will start when I get through this very busy Black Friday season. (laughs) I will get through this after this year. I will start the diet next Monday. We always have excuses, but then it's really important to write your reality. Reality is I have time for my work and others but not for me. Maybe your reality is I spend two hours on a day with my phone. I can cut one hour actually I have time. Or maybe the reality is instead of watching TV series, I have time. So we just need to first accept the reality without mm-hmm. any judgment. Yes. Then, the, then it is really important to understand what kind of fear, confront the fears, list them, get to know them. Because only when you know your fear, when you understand, when you realize, then you can release it. And for this, there are different types of fear. Some people, they're scared of fear of failure. I want to start, I don't know, a YouTube channel. What if no one follows me? It's all about fear of failure. I want to get promoted, but what if I can? I want to find a job. What if nobody reaches out to me? Mm-hmm. I want to change my life and go and live in Singapore, but what if I cannot find a job? It's the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. It's actually what I see mostly with my male clients, to be honest. But with most of the women I work with, it is not the fear of failure. It is the fear of real success. Mm -hmm. Because I know I'm good at putting things together. And I know if I start my diet, I'm going to lose weight. But then how my relationship will be with my partner. Mm. Or if I put this YouTube page, I know people will follow me, but how my boss is going to see it, he's going to think I spend so much time on this, my hobby. So 
also look from the angle of fear of success. Just this is why we have questions like, um, what if it happens? What is your biggest fear? And when you start to ask those questions, you will be surprised by your fears. The fear of success can be very big, more than the fear of failure. And the last thing is fear of what others may think, fear of what others might say. How will you be judged by the others? This one is my personal favorite. It depends, <laughs> I think, on the society that you're raised in. Because when I was a kid, it's always what would the neighbors think. <laughs> it's everything right. was around neighbors. Right. <laughs> so for me, this is the one that I have the most fear of what others might think. Um, so first... It starts with confronting your fears and accepting them, okay? Just accepting them. Because when you accept it, then you create a room to work on them. And right now, there are so many resources to work on. There are books like Debbie Ford or Louis Hay where where it can help you to really work on your fears or there is some EFT kind of solution, emotional freedom techniques. After you find the fear, you can work on how to release it. Mm -hmm. But it's really, really important to get to the fear first so that you can use one of the techniques to shift your beliefs. So um, why don't you just summarize those again? Because those are the five steps, right? Yeah, this is the first step. <laughs> oh, that was the first the step. Oh, okay. I thought those were all five. Okay, good. Okay, so let's just summarize. That first step is really about getting in touch with what the fear is. Like you, I love that. And, and I want to remind people that there is a guide that Ghoul is giving us. So you will have this. So if you're writing furiously, no worries. This will be on the episode page. You'll be able to get it and she'll yeah. take you through that. So, but just to kind of summarize, it really is first about just really acknowledging, you know, what the stories are and yeah. then getting clear on what the fear is, just really letting it be okay. And to really ask about the fear. And I love what you said. And I found that to be my experience as well, that men, and when I, I would say over the years, um, a majority, when I've worked with men, really it's about the fear of failure and women, it's more about, as you said, the fear of success, uh, you know, and, and how will that impact, you know, things in my life and, and how will I not how will I not be able to be there for other people or whatever it is, their fear is. Okay. So that's step one. All right. So you've yeah. got five steps. So what's the second step? Yeah. And uh, for listeners, don't worry. This is the hardest step. And the other yeah. steps are shorter. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the you know, and they're, and they're going to, they can take more time than the time we're taking in our podcast episode. And we'd love to have you back and talk about some other things as well, like anxiety and some of those other elements you and I talked about. So we'll start here with procrastination because, you know, if we, we can't if we keep judging ourselves and beating up on ourselves and never kind of getting started, then you know we'll never know what's possible. You know, um, I think it was the hockey player Wayne Gretzky said, you know, you miss every shot you don't take, right? So, so if you're not if you're and so if you're keeping yourself in this place and then judging yourself and beating up on yourself about it, it's just this circle and the cycle. So this is really about breaking that cycle. So I, I really appreciate it. So what's yeah. the second step? So the second step is because when you find your fear, then maybe you can go to therapy, you can work on yourself with many resources, but then there should be something that needs to keep you because let's face the reality. Doing nothing is 
easy for everyone, not just for you. <laughs> Sitting in, mm-hmm. in front of Netflix and, I don't know, just checking your Instagram is easy for everyone. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with you, okay? Right. Uh, this is why you need to find what is your why? What is your desire and purpose? Why do you want to do the things that you want to do? Mm-hmm. Why, for example, why you started this podcast? Mm-hmm. Because there is something deeper, deeper, deeper desire on the things that we procrastinate. Mm-hmm. Your desire can be anything. It doesn't need to make sense to other. But for you, what is your why? How your life will be when you start doing the thing that you procrastinate? Maybe it's doing two times yoga a week. Maybe it's quitting your job and becoming a chef. Maybe it is starting an account that shows people how to dress with affordable money. It can be anything. Mm-hmm. But what is your why? What is your desire? Because along the way, in order to be persistent, you need to hold on to your dream you need to hold on to your desire only your desire can give you this kind of internal drive Mm -hmm. so this is the second step we have questions related on to understand why you really want to do that what is your main reason actually Mm -hmm. that's great okay and then step three because you're gonna go through five right Yeah. And step three is actually, so when you find this, of course, you need to take action (laughs) because it's divine, divine dance between intuition and action. We just don't think about our fears and our desires. Then we need to act on it. Mm -hmm. So here is the time for motion because literally emotion literally means energy in the motion, right? It's Mm -hmm. it literally, it means energy in the motion. So if you are feeling down, if you're feeling lazy, if you're, you need to do something so that your emotions change, the energy change, your hormone, Mm -hmm. your beautiful body, your body temple will help you. The third step is to take those intuitive actions. The reason I call them intuitive, maybe the actions that comes to you from others are not the actions you need to take. The actions can be very different for you. This is why it is really important to sit and journal and tune in to understand what are the intuitive actions and do them without an excuse. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, you know, I, you call them intuitive actions. I call them inspired actions, but you know, you know, you can't, I would say to people, an inspired action is something that feels good. It feels aligned. It feels fun. You can't keep me from doing an inspired action. You know, I mean, you can't push it into place. So, you know, and you will get inspired actions, as you said, if you make um, it a, a practice to to connect in deeper with that inner part of you so that inner part of you can communicate with you and get through the noise get through all the static right so i love that you're really suggesting that because we've got to leave space we've got to leave room to get on the right channel way to hear our inner guidance and to hear inspirational um actions or intuitive actions yeah that's great and the thing is, this intuitive action maybe will not immediately take you to what you're trying to do. Please hold the page because in the fifth plane, I know, in the fifth dimension, there's a different divine timing. And it's not really our job to understand how things unfold. Sometimes maybe you're called to do a webinar. There will be only three people. You cannot understand why. Why did I do it? But out of these three people, one will give a reference and you're going to find yourself on a very different path. So this is why we call it inspiration or intuitive, because it's really not our job to understand and assess with our normal minds. We just need to keep the hold of leap of faith here, actually, because they know, they know what is right for us. 
Yes. I love that you're sharing that too, because so often, you know, I call it taking score too soon, you know, because, you know, we look at the results of something and say, well, oh, that wasn't a success, but you have no idea vibrationally what was going on, how you impacted whoever, you know, attended, what, what that a domino effect will be energetically, you know, whether it is in the now, what seems like our now or the, what seems like our future, but, you know, but you are being, um, you are being, you know, divinely led and divinely called when you're really allowing yourself to come from that place. And so it really is about talking to that part of you that wants to judge you, right? That wants to say, oh, look, see, there's that, you know, you're not, you really can't do that. And look, nobody really will come and you're really never going to be able to get this off the ground. You know, how do you deal with that when say something like you mentioned, you know, doesn't happen. And then, and then that, um, that part is just, being activated that wants to encourage you that look you know it's just better not to do anything right kind of come back yeah. to that procrastination yeah and, and the funny thing so i i wrote this um how to break procrastination content this this gift mm-hmm. that we're gonna give this uh, module um two years ago and it really came to me intuitively and i did a webinar on it mm-hmm. there were i think 25 people or or something. Nobody became my client afterwards. But one month later, one of my colleagues said, Agul, I watched your procrastination webinar. It was amazing. Why don't you do it to my team? That time I was working part-time at Amazon. And I said, yeah, I have the content. I have everything. Yeah, I can do it for your team. I did it for his team. Uh, because they collect data, the scores were so good. I started doing it for other teams. And after I left, now I'm going back to do the same workshop <laughs> as a mm-hmm. as a, as a as a how do you say um, consultant yeah as a consultant so this workshop the idea they gave me is paying off now <laughs> right and that, and that's the thing that it can be so challenging because yeah. you know just inherently in human beings is our our lack of patience because we don't see the bigger picture we aren't able to see all the the energies that are lining up and all the things that are happening when, and the things that have to line up where certain people have to then be activated to say oh I'll contact cool oh you know all of those things and that's where that faith really comes in and it really is our our journey It really is the spiritual persistence part of it, you know, whether that be an entrepreneur or whatever, it's just being spiritually persistent that, you know, things are on their way to working out, even if they don't look like it, you know, they are on their way in some way. And I love what you're sharing here because that, that is really going to support people to make that mindset shift that it becomes, you know, sort of your mantra that, you know, no matter what's happening, you know, it's on its way to working out in some kind of way that I could never have even created. You know, you, you, I mean, you, you, you didn't even have the thought, oh, I think I'll go take this webinar and I think I'll go to Amazon and I'll think I'll offer it. I mean, that would have been you trying to intellectually push it into place, but instead you were in the flow of it and you didn't block that from coming to you because of your disappointment or your, your, you know, you're feeling like, oh, look, you know, this wasn't successful because I really want people to get that, you know, so often you do something and I, I really, appreciate that you bring this up. So often you do something and it doesn't look 
to your mind like it was successful. I remember when I first started, you know, 20 some years ago and, you know, and and nobody even knew what a coach was, let alone a spiritual coach. And I was training yeah. people. I mean, it was, it, 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 you know, some of the things I did initially didn't look like they were very successful, but it they had to be in divine timing and order. And I had to be ready to be able to be in alignment with that. And so were the people that needed to be aligned with it. So I'm really appreciating you sharing, sharing this insight. Yeah. Thank, thank you so much because I really wanted to share it because intuitive action is really different or inspired action. Mm-hmm. It's going to take you there, but your task is just to take the steps. Don't worry. The journey, the path will take you. It's also another Rumi code, actually. Uh, you just take the step, the path takes you. Don't worry. <laughs> How do you um, support people too in this procrastination, um, these steps of breaking procrastination when there's, when they feel so, um, you know, and it's a reality that maybe they really need to make money. And so, you know, they're doing this thing or they're doing whatever and they, uh, they haven't produced enough yet. Like they started to, you know, barely put it out there, but they haven't produced much. And so they're looking at it saying, well, look, I'm not producing anything. So they're really stuck on the money part coming to them. And what do you, I just, had the guidance to ask you that question because I feel like you'll have some insights on that. Yeah, really, really really good. Because the fourth step actually ties really good is accountability. So my job is actually on go to their fear. So the the main reason why people work with me because I can go to the fear part a bit faster. So I can just see the block emotion Mm -hmm. wherever it's in the body. But then then we really work on the intuitive actions and I'm their accountability partner. But if you're not ready to work with someone, if you need to find an accountability partner, which is step four, you have to be accountable. Otherwise, you're not going to do it (laughs) because inspired action is not, it just comes to your soul. Ah, I can do it. And it's going to be out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. It's going to be one thing that you really don't want to do. Like who wants to do diet? Come on. (laughs) Nobody. (laughs) Right. I don't. I really push myself. So this is why accountability partner is someone who you can trust, but who is not scared to hurt you and who's also interested in transforming their life the one question i always get in these workshops is that can my partner my husband my wife be my accountable partner i always say no please no <laughs> please, <laughs> because, no. <laughs> please no <laughs> because their job is to put a, to hurt if it's necessary and when you're going through struggles you don't want your husband or wife or your boyfriend to hurt you mm-hmm. because when you don't want to do diet you don't want your husband to that why you're fat (laughs) you you don't want it no you don't want it this is why i always say you want the loved one to love you support you no matter what Mm To be there with you no matter what. To tell you, yeah, you're very tired. Don't worry, you do it tomorrow. This mm-hmm. is what we want from our mothers or our fathers or our mm-hmm. partners, right? Mm-hmm. So the worst thing you can do is to take accountable to partner your, your partner. I always That's say a find a friend, point. you know, That's find a, a friend. <laughs> <laughs> find somebody who's objective and doesn't have a lot of... Um, you know, a, a really sense of, 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 of you, they're more objective. Like, that's why it's so great to work with someone like you, you know, because you're objective, you're holding a space, you're not, you're not emotionally involved with the person in that way. Yeah, because otherwise you're just a wisher, you're the dreamer. There's nothing wrong with being a dreamer, but I like to see profound results, as you mentioned. I want to see the change. I really want to want my clients to grow and thrive. Uh, and anyone who does this um, 
this module to to really stop procrastinating one thing for this you need an accountability partner okay great that's step four step four and the last step is really the the most fun is gratitude Mm -hmm. because gratitude really brings us happiness gratitude really Mm -hmm. is the most single effective mood changer in the world Mm -hmm. So you need to make sure you hold a gratitude journal. It is, I think, the best daily practice I learned along the way. Before I go to sleep, I write 10 things that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really push myself to write 10. Before I was writing five, and five was quite easy. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for the food. But when I try to push daily 10, then it really shifted my journey. Mm-hmm. Because the more you see the gratitude, the more you realize how much you have, then you bring more to your life. It's it's a simple rule. Mm-hmm. So the last one is to take everything with gratitude, all the steps. You find your fear, mm-hmm. write a gratitude journal about, ah, oh, I find the fear. You find an accountability partner, be grateful for it. The more you are grateful, the more you're going to get in every area of your life. Uh, that is so true. I mean, that is the number one key to everything is grateful. And, you know, one of the things that I um, that came to me, um, I, I would say maybe a year ago was to be grateful in advance. You know, so Ooh. if I'm wanting to attract something, wanting, you know, to, I'm, I'm just grateful in advance that this whole car situation works out. You know, if we have some car issue or whatever, I'm just grateful in advance that, whatever it is. So, you know, you're putting the energy out ahead of time and you're grateful in advance. Then when things show up, you're grateful for whatever little, you know, nuggets are showing up that show you, oh, look, here's some things along the way towards it working out, you know, towards divine timing. So I love the energy of, well, maybe it's not here yet, but I'm grateful in advance that it's on its way. And I'm grateful in advance that little, you know, little nuggets are starting to show up because I think so often, you know, we look at, being grateful for things. And it seems like they have to be really big things that show up to be grateful for, but everything that's showing up is, you know, a part of what is, is supporting you on your way to whatever it is that you want to be, do, or have. So I love that. I love these steps. I love this guide. I love the idea that people can really use this. And the idea of an accountability partner is amazing because that really is a mastermind, right? When two or more are gathered together and you know, you can receive powerful information through each other for each other, you know, people really can open up and receive guidance for uh, other people as well, if they're open to that. Yeah. And one tip there, I forgot to mention, Mm -hmm. make sure that your accountable partner also wants to transform. Uh Right. (laughs) That's an important thing. (laughs) Yeah. Because sometimes you find an accountable partner. Okay. Let's do this together. Okay. Okay. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that as well. I'm tired. I'm tired as well. So make sure that your accountable partner is someone who really wants to transform so that you don't just keep procrastinating together. Uh, well, this is very true. So I love that. So, I mean, I could talk to you all day. Honestly, we would love to have you back and talk more. This is kind of Thank just the you. first layer, the first level. So we'd love to have you back. But um, can you tell people a little bit about what this gift that you uh, are providing them, this this guide about breaking through procrastination? I'm just, uh, we've been going through the steps here. So people haven't had to write this down furiously, but can you yeah. tell them a little bit about 
what you put together because I, I, I can feel the power in it. And I really want to encourage everyone to get that. And it will be on the episode page. So people, when you're listening to this episode, you can go to Agul's episode page and that link will be there for you to be able to get that. So do you want to yeah. share a little bit about more about that? Yeah, it's actually a guide. It's a PDF which you can either print or use, fill it in your computer. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a guide that explains all the steps because it's all about tuning in and, and finding your own answers. And for this, the best thing you can do is journaling. Mm-hmm. But rather than journaling, this is a guide which step-by-step step asks you some questions and take you to the journaling activity. So instead of saying, oh, okay, what's your fear? Um, the questions are related to finding your fear, for example. And mm-hmm. all the books and all the little things I mentioned as resources, I also edit those. This is a guide that I share in my actual corporate uh, How to Break Procrastination workshops that I run. Mm-hmm. Uh, for this episode, we're giving it as a gift um so you can find the steps there and it's going to take you a journaling um a journaling activity so i highly recommend light your candle take a coffee or a tea find a really really nice spot in your house or in a beautiful cafe and really do not procrastinate <laughs> don't procrastinate again this procrastination guide <laughs> Yeah, and it's, it's just it's to take a beautiful journey so that you can find your actions and you can find uh, an experience writing your gratitude or all these things. It's almost, I think, 20 pages, mm-hmm. uh, but we have the course, we have the um, some resources there. So, yeah. Oh, this that's here in this kind of in procrastination workshop because it looks like after I run this workshop, it became uh, one of the favorite of the corporates. Now I'm running, I'm running those workshops, and I'm I'm sharing this guide there as well. There, yeah, that's fantastic, and you don't have to work at one of these corporations to get this. So that's that's really amazing. Um, well, you mm-hmm. just such a light. We're so grateful for you and your work and your messages and just your beingness. You just just you just such a, an amazing energy. Is there anything you feel guided to share with people before we close for today? Yeah, I, I, I really wanted to share it. I don't know. It just came to my heart. There was uh, I'm hearing that more and more people are struggling and they're opening their intuitive senses. They're becoming more and more understanding this con- concept of hearing the divine or channeling or feeling. But mm-hmm. at the same time, people are hearing a lot of there is more light, there is more darkness kind of story. It's all around. Mm-hmm. So darkness usually means the darkness within us. So mm-hmm. it is true we are a bit... A, due to the social media and everything we're a bit more lonelier we're more depressed and there's more anxiousness in the world maybe you're hearing this story is more but the more darkness doesn't mean that something is attacking us right it's our own darkness so the best way to to fight is is to find the light within you and we all have it we all have it so if you're feeling more anxious or more tired or more hopeless in these days it is really important to start to find your own light they do i don't know 10 minute meditation a journaling anything that can really help you to connect to your inner voice would be would be cure for feeling this kind of feelings mm-hmm. this is what i want to share Yes, absolutely. And and going through the guide too, you know, even if someone says, well, I don't really procrastinate, every step of this guide is really about getting in touch with your fears, getting in touch with your why. I mean, it's all, it, it works even if you're not 
feeling like procrastination is an issue. It just kind of came to me to share that with people because this is really helping people to go deeper and to come to a, a deeper place of awareness. And so all these steps, you know, if you're saying, oh, I'm you know feeling anxious or I'm feeling confused or I'm feeling whatever, it just seems to me that the, this guide would help in any of that. Is that, am I on track on that? Yeah, you're very right, actually, because when you find the fear, <laughs> you really actually realize what you may be sabotaged in your life, maybe not procrastinate, but you totally sabotage. <laughs> right, exactly. So, I mean, those stories, when you're digging in and asking, well, why am I procrastinating? Those stories are going to surface up the fears just in general, and that could relate to anything else that is going on as well. So this is just a really great way to just empower yourself and to make a deeper connection to your inner guidance. And we all have that. We all have that light. And I, I'm so appreciative of you sharing that, you know, uh, the, the, the things that are happening in the world and, and social media and everything just, just really, you know, amplify what looks like the darkness. But I absolutely know that light is so much stronger than what might seem to be dark. And the darkness is what we are all, you know, we're connecting with within ourselves. We've got to start with ourselves. And then when we can feel um, more of a sense of love and, and, and freedom from judgment from ourselves, we can then begin to start extend that to others. We can't do it to others unless we can do it with ourselves. And it is a journey to do it with yourself. I mean, it is not like, oh, you know, this is done. It, it's a journey. It's our life's journey in my experience. So yeah, yeah it's, a, really, it's a lifetime habit or lifetime journey, as you say, it never ends. <laughs> absolutely. So, well, thank you so much for being here and we're so appreciative for you. And I really want to encourage everyone, go to that episode page, get this wonderful guide. There's energy between it. You know, when, when you, when you download it, you know, you are going to join with, with uh, Gul, she's holding the intention. I'm holding the intention for you that you absolutely are light and you can be, do, or have anything that you want. And, you, you know, you have the power within you. So now just take those steps one step at a time and be loving to yourself. And Gul, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and helping me to share my words. I really thank you. So we'll see everybody back here next time. We see you living lives of love and joy and peace and health and prosperity in all ways, always. See you back here next time, everybody. Do you hate selling yet love to be of service? In my free masterclass, you will discover three soulful secrets to client conversations that feel joyful, easy, and fun. Using these secrets, one of my clients made $8,000 in one week and another client made $100,000 in less than six months. Register now at www.coachingfromspirit.com masterclass.